What's up, everybody? This is Sam. Paul and I recently had the immense pleasure of participating in a fun four-podcast tournament with some of our favorite people, uh, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, Trivia Time Podcast, and TV Trivia Pod, and we are presenting that for you guys here as a bonus on our regular feed. Um, it was a super good time, as you will hear uh, in the next hour and a half-ish. Um, if you don't already follow Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, Trivia Time Podcast, and TV Trivia Pod, please go look them up. Like them, subscribe to them, rate them, listen to all their episodes. Wonderful people, wonderful programs, uh, and we were super happy to get to hang out with them. They all have an event coming up that you'll hear about at the beginning of this episode uh, at the end of this month that if you have time to participate in, please do. You can find information about it on their individual Facebook pages and social media, um, as well as some other podcasts that are participating in it. Um, anyways, we will see you guys on Monday with our regular show, but enjoy this little nugget of greatness that we were just so happy to be a part of. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Before we get to your podcast episode, a quick announcement from the hosts of Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, Trivia Time Podcast, and TV Trivia Pod. I'm Brian, host of TV Trivia Pod. I'm Annie. I'm David from Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. I'm Kelly, host of Trivia Time Podcast with our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. Our three podcasts will be coming together, along with many others, for a 24-hour trivia extravaganza fundraiser to raise money for the UNICEF vaccine rollout. Starting on Friday, May 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And it's going to be on Twitch, which you can join for free, and it's twitch.tv slash quizbangpod. 100% of the donations will be going to UNICEF. Woohoo! More information can be found at quizbangpod.com slash UNICEF, our Facebook pages, as well as in the show notes. We will see you all then. And now, back to the show. Oh, wow. That's gold. So good. That's how you do it. I'd go to that event. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, one and all. To the first episode of Lord of the Answering! That's it. Copyright strike. <laughs> hey, I'm David Flora with Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. I'm Annie Flora with Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. And we have a whole host of uh, trivia goodness here for you. And let's go around and introduce, because this will be a tournament with four different trivia podcasts in it. And we're going to let you know who is involved right now. Let's start with Trivia Time Podcast. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves, say hi, and what's up? Hello, I am Kelly, the host of Trivia Time Podcast, and I am here with our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. Cool. Then we have TV (laughs) Trivia Pod with Brian. What's up, Brian? Hey, nothing much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm the host of TV Trivia Pod uh, outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and excited to be here. Excellent. And then we have the boys from the Hollywood Cast Connection podcast. Sam and Paul, what's up, guys? 
What's up? It's Sam from the Hollywood Cast Connection, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Sam, and hi, everybody else. I'm very excited to uh, to be here participating today. Awesome. We are doing a bit of a, a competition here, so we are going to rotate around and have different hosts and, and different competitors. So for the first competition, we will have Hollywood Cast Connection taking on... TV trivia. So we're going to have a little entertainment versus entertainment in this podcast entertainment. Oh, it's just like Inception. (laughs) (laughs) So up first for the very first round, we will have those two go head to head with us hosting and trivia time hosting. And then they will battle it out and one will become victorious and the other one will become a loser. (laughs) No pressure. Dang. Rough. High stakes. Yeah. I prefer humbled badger. (laughs) (laughs) And then the two podcasts who just competed will then switch over to hosting duties and trivia time will take on quiz quiz where one will be victorious and one will not. <laughs> <laughs> Little less harsh. <laughs> Still hurts in advance. Still hurts. <laughs> Still hurt. My feelings. And then the two winning teams will go head to head and one Final fiery showdown. To find out who will be Lord of the Answerings. (laughs) (laughs) And the stakes are really high because the winning team will win this a tiny, tiny Lego (laughs) ring. So (laughs) precious. We have a ton of them. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't need to add that. I'm already clearing shelf space for it. (laughs) (laughs) But only one has something written on side in fire. (laughs) Affirmation for Kelly. Oh, I already won. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hearing that I won. And it's over. (laughs) (laughs) The names of all Oscar winners for Sam and Paul. (laughs) Heretic table for Brian. Hey. Uh, A good hot cup of black coffee for Ricky. (laughs) Uh, Cold vodka, thank you. Oh, oh, much better, much better. I'll trade that one in. (laughs) All right, so let's just dive right in. The very first round, the host will be Trivia Time Podcast, and the teams competing are TV Trivia and Hollywood Cast Connection. Over to you, Ricky and Kelly. All right. So round one is on television, which I think you are well suited for. So let's dive in. All right. You know what? I I do like to start by setting expectations low. So uh, (laughs) I'll be happy if I get one. All right. Well, this is your subject area. So (laughs) you literally have this in your podcast. Guys, this is just so misleading. I know, I know like a lot about one show, and then like that's about as much as I've covered right now. So it's it's a new podcast, you know. And (laughs) And we we really did set up Brian because Brian is a newer podcast, so he has covered The Office, Rick and Morty, and The Boys. Mm -hmm. So 
TV covers a lot more than that. So we're already there, Brian's at a disadvantage. And then he's the only person competing by himself. That's so true. That's true. Hey, Brian. Welcome to Lord of the Answering. <laughs> also, as the quiz master, I crafted these questions and I avoided all three shows that you've already covered in your show. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Ouch. That means Sam will also be competing by himself. Well done. Oh, man. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. Let's dive in. Question number one. What major U.S. city provides the suburban setting for the Bundy residents in the popular American sitcom Married with Children? <laughs> oh, I feel like I should know this one. We're looking for a city. We are looking for a major U.S. city, which is the setting for Married with Children. It's pretty major. Try to figure out if major is like a wordplay clue. Yeah, I know. I it is not. This. It is not. Thank you, Kelly. All right. Uh, I know what I'm going to say. He's probably going to say Philadelphia. I feel like it's somewhere Midwest. I like... know other major cities. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's, um, I mean, it's very suburban. I feel like it's either like Ohio or Indiana. So like Cleveland or... Is Cleveland a major city? No, Cleveland's like the most minor of the <laughs> of the cities. Apologies to all listeners from Cleveland. I yeah. love Cleveland. It's just not a major. City. Major in our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Chicago, maybe that's major. It's a little more major. I don't know why I'm stuck in the Midwest. It just yeah, doesn't. I really don't know. I mean, honestly, when I think TV and cities, like San Francisco is the first thing that comes into my mind, yeah, and so that's what's feel, been stuck in my head. But I don't think that's California. right either. Yeah. Uh, if we don't know, I've never seen any of the show. Oh, okay. So. Well, then it's just me answering anyway. <laughs> Let's just go Chicago. Okay. Chicago. Gosh darn it. That's what I was going to say, too. Well, that would be correct. Yes! Oh, hey, nice job. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> good job, oh, Brian. I am exceeding my expectations. I feel really good right now. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, you've already like met your goal. <laughs> and the game is over. <laughs> and just a fun fact is in the intro to Married with Children, it features the Buckingham Fountain, I believe is what it's called. And it's the water's flowing backwards. Oh, oh. Nice. interesting. <laughs> Weird. That fountain is always out of control because of the wind. Like it's, it's always just all over the place. That's really cool. Well, I went to go see it last March when we were in town for Geek Bowl, and it was drained because I guess it freezes or something. Yeah, yeah, it's drained for like most of the year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Question number two. Named after two Greek gods, name one of the two Doberman pinchers that served as Higgins' loyal protective pets in the crime drama series Magnum P.I. Oh, man. Wow. Two Greek gods. All right. You think they're brothers? I thought they were going to talk about Tom Selleck's thighs, <laughs> named after two Greek gods. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Selleck's mustache and unibrow. It's like two. <laughs> Tom Selleck is the reason I've seen multiple movies that start with three men and a... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> a full series. <laughs> right. Greek gods. I would assume they're somehow related, right? But I can't mm. think of any other like pop cultural reference where... Greek, and I'm confusing Greek and Roman now. Yeah. <laughs> yep, same, uh, but I have mine written down, and I'm going to stick to it. What do you Zeus? know about Greek gods, bro? 
<laughs> I know Zeus. Zeus and Hades. Uh. So we're only looking for one name guess. Oh, really? Yeah, because you only have to guess one correctly. Oh, okay. Zeus. Cool, Zeus, definitely. We're going with Zeus on Hollywood Cast Connection over here. It's the same as well. Again, just to show you that even though we're, I, I have Zeus and Hades written down, uh, that was also <laughs> the only ones I could think of. So uh, going with Zeus. Awesome. Well, you each both got 10 points because it is Zeus and Apollo. Oh, oh nice. Nice. If it wasn't, it, that was, you know what? I made it, I made it, hmm. I might have been thinking of Othello. I didn't know if that was a game or a god. And I was getting things confused. Negative 10. It's a Shakespeare play. Showtime at the Othello is a much more boring show. It's a YouTube channel where people play the board game. Subscribe. All right. Question number three. Known to cheerily drink his own urine to supposedly prevent dehydration, who is the British adventurer and TV star that is known for several survival series, including Man vs. Wild and Worst Case Scenario? Locked in. Locked in. You had him at urine. It's actually part of his wife's vows. I heard you had me. <laughs> I had bare grills. This one's all Paul. I said grills also. The answer is bare grills. And he can do it all. Daniel Tosh has a great bit about him where it's like, so to eat a bat in the wild, first you just have to catch the bat. Like, oh, just catch a bat? That's great. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Very useful survival skill. <laughs> Question number four. Originating in the Upside Down, what is the name of the dog-like monster species that terrorizes the town in the popular sci-fi horror thriller series, Stranger Things? Locked in. With confidence. You want the one from just the main creature name, right? Because there's a couple variants of it, and the dog-like ones, they call something slightly different. It's the one that Dustin names. Got it. Right. Oh, the actual, the pet name that he gave it, or no, the, species the species name? Okay, got it. Well, you seemed equipped for multiple answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, good luck to you, Brian. <laughs> the species name. Okay. All right, got it. I, I think. All right, what do you all have? I'll go first, because it sounds like you have the right answer. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I have, this might have just been from the first episode, the Demigorgon. Sounds that wrong. is exactly what I wrote down. Demogorgon was the the name of the monster, so and that's that what is I wrote. correct. Yeah, correct. Oh, curse you, Sheehan. <laughs> <laughs> and just a uh, fun uh, a fun fact is that if you're interested in dressing your dog up as a Demogorgon, there's a lot of sort of floral headdress situations on Etsy. None <laughs> of which looks terrifying. It just looks like your dog returned from a Hawaiian vacation. <laughs> Hot tips. Or from that Swedish town in Midsummer. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Gosh darn it. <laughs> All right. Question number five. What British dark comedy thriller series is based on the Villanelle novel series by Luke Jennings? I have one written down. I'm totally bypassing the comedy part and hopefully hoping it's just a dark thriller, but uh I, I have something. Is it dark 
slash comedy slash thriller or dark comedy slash thriller. <laughs> Can you use it in a sentence, Kelly? <laughs> I would say it's more thrilling than funny. More thrilling than funny. Yeah. And dark in all instances. <laughs> and also kind of hot. Very hot. Also kind of hot. <laughs> also kind of hot. Kind of hot? Which is subjective, but Kelly and I love it. <laughs> yeah, this question's for us. <laughs> I don't know this, man. Yeah, I don't know it either. You just want to name a British show that's thrilling? Say what you wrote. I don't even know what that well, is. Well, I wrote that Miley Cyrus, Bryce Dallas Howard one that oh. I don't think is that, because they would have used other adjectives that were creepier. Yeah. You never know. They could be our type. I mean, do you know Bryce Dallas Howard was named Dallas because she was conceived in Dallas? According to Arrested shout Development. Shout out Hometown. <laughs> and shout out Ron Howard for making good use of our, I don't know, whatever. Uh, Area hotels. When I, uh, No, that's like a period piece. I don't know. We're going to say Black Mirror. It's wrong, but that's what we're going to say on our side. And I'm going to say Luther. Those are both wrong. <laughs> Cold. The answer is Killing Eve. Oh, oh. of course it is. Which Sandra is from oh. Phoebe Waller's Bridge. So, and also Jodie Comer, who won awards for her performance as Villanelle, who the book That's is titled right. after. She, she's That's fantastic. Nice. She's the reason we both said it was also hot. <laughs> and Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh looks good. <laughs> <laughs> and Sandra O oh was nominated a lot for that yeah, show. Yeah, both of them. Both of the female leads do an excellent job. Looking forward to watching it sometime. That is the end of the first round. TV Trivia Pod has 40 points. Ooh. Hollywood Cast Connection has 40 points. Ooh. Whoa. Now we're moving on to round two, which will be hosted by Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. And scorekeepers will be trivia time. This one is our film round. So we did TV. Now we swing it back over to film. All right. All right. So this is where we pass you, Brian. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Or we make ourselves look stupid. <laughs> Maybe both. Either way, that's good radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Question one. What 1992 movie was Robin Williams' first animated film. Locked in. Those yeah, we've two. got it over here. All right, Hollywood Cast Connection, what do you think it is? I believe it is Aladdin. Samesies. Samesies. <laughs> <laughs> You're both wrong. No. <laughs> what? Taking a page from Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Cold as ice. Uh, it is... Fern Gully. Oh, Fern Gully oh, is his first animated. He did Aladdin right afterwards. I was going to say they're both 92, aren't they? Yeah. Extra sneaky. Oh, <laughs> That's great. man. Wow. Sorry, guys. Pulled, pulled the rug on that we one. We were like, here's something easy. Just But kidding. not the magic carpet. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> Question two. Lawrence Olivier's second marriage was to what woman? Who was it was also her second marriage, and she was the first British actress to win an Academy Award. <laughs> so who was Laurence Olivier's second marriage to? Or who was the first British woman to win an Academy Award? There you go. Blanking on my uh British people here. Don't even know if this person's British, but it's the only one I can think of at the time, so I am locked in. Uh Brian is all set there, and Sam and Paul, you guys can talk it out if you'd like. 
We are attempting to do that, and um, <laughs> she's not British. We're oh, we're trying to think of people from the time who were married to him. She was married to everybody else, yeah. <laughs> but not him. I don't think him. Bless her heart. Um, <laughs> sorry, we're from Texas. If we didn't say that earlier, no, I, yeah, I get you. Kentucky. So I, I yeah. know what that means. <laughs> yeah. It's not always the nicest thing to say, but yeah. <laughs> So we're trying to decide if either of the Hepburns were actually British. They're not related, which we learned recently, which I did not know. I assumed they were cousins or something. They're not at all related in any way. So, um, Well, I know one comes from like European royalty, but I don't know if she was actually born in America or not. That would be Audrey. Well, they've got that transatlantic accent thing going on, too. Yeah. The Cary Grant, where it's like half British. And- <laughs> like Madonna. I think that's something else. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, 50-50, and we're probably wrong either way. Well, is there... Okay. Oh, wasn't... What's her name? Never married? Wasn't one of them never married? Oh, possibly. I think the humanitarian one was Mm. never married. Got it. I could be wrong about that, too. So we're going to say Catherine Hepburn and uh, be all set. Already? Uh, Brian, what did you think? I said Audrey Hepburn. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Hepburns are, are the popular popular go-to today, but it was actually Vivian Lee. Oh, oh. that's right. There you go. Yeah. She uh, won two Academy Awards, both for playing Southern Bells, because uh, her that's first funny. one was for Gone with the Wind, and her second one was oh. for Streetcar Named Desire when she played Blanche Dubois. Nice. No idea she wow. was British. Yeah. yeah. No, no idea. She could have been a contender in this question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> question three. What 2007 American film, which currently has six installments and was shot for $15,000, was then acquired by Paramount Pictures? They reshot the ending for an additional $200,000. And this movie claims to be the most profitable film of all time. So it cost $15,000 to make originally. Some re- reshoots by Paramount made it $215,000 total. It made a lot of money. And so they claimed to be the most profitable movie of all time. And it came out in 2007. The six installments thing is what's the Yeah, this is the out. first installment of six from 07? Yes, yeah, it's the very correct. first one. Okay. Of six movies? Six total films, yeah. I'm locked in. Okay, I've seen this fact before somewhere, so I know it's in there. We shot the ending. Do it without mind palacing. We'll just like throw throw a big cameo in an ending somewhere or something. Two thousand seven. It's not Fast and Furious because that the cars alone cost more than fifteen thousand. <laughs> I'm trying to think of movies that have six. Scary movie. No like way. Those. those are cheap. Those no, are, scary movie was the first one was also two thousand and one. I okay. think they were way older. I got married in two thousand six, so. What was I watching? <laughs> I was eight, so I wasn't watching this Don't talk movie. About that. Probably that's weird to me. <laughs> Are we feeling like it's a horror movie? Like that's probably a good direction to go. Well, that's what I'm stuck on because I can't think of anything else that has six parts that, that could be that low budget and that successful and have that many parts. Movies that are like fifteen thousand dollars are like Napoleon Dynamite or yeah. like. <laughs> Clerks, right? Like, yeah. I wish there were six of those. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> six Napoleon Dynamics. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just 
individual spinoffs. Like we're following Uncle Rico around for an entire movie. <laughs> I've been following yes. him for years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just say it. Okay. I can't think of anything That's else. That's good. This one's all Paul. So we're going to really. say Saw. All set. Already. Uh, and Brian, what did you think? Saw as well. No way. What? <laughs> Kelly and I know the answer. <gasps> What's your guys' guess? Paranormal activity. Dang it. The correct answer is paranormal activity. Let's get a bonus point before we start. <laughs> Ten bonus points. Ricky, I think we're keeping score right now. So <laughs> yeah. And it was like found footage or whatever, so that makes sense why it was so cheap. Yeah. Oh, Dang it. Bro. I was really stuck on Blair Witch for a while. Sure. But obviously yeah. there are yeah. six. Yeah. But that's, that's like that would have been my I guess. don't think there's yeah. six of them. But it is yeah. still yeah, that found footage cheap. It was so profitable. Yeah. 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 True. I heard they did ask Carrie Ellis if he would take $15,000, and he said, as you wish. As you wish. <laughs> 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 Got him. Uh, all right. Moving on to question four. What 1980 movie starring Anthony Hopkins and John Hurt led to the Academy Awards receiving complaints that the makeup was not recognized, leading to the creation of the Academy Award for Best Makeup in 1981. Wow. And also, uh, I'm going to let you guys, I'm going to give you guys a hint that uh, Anthony Hopkins probably did not work for Peanuts for this film. This is a fun fact. <laughs> I like that as an answer. Okay. Because makeup, Especially in makeup, because yeah. makeup and because of the hint. We are going to lock in on this side. Hollywood Cast Connection has their answer. TV Trivia Pod. You can uh, uh, talk to yourself if you'd like. <laughs> well, what do I think it is? It could be this. You know, I think I'm locked in. Yeah, you think you got it? What do you have? I have Elephant Man. And Hollywood Cast Connection. What do you guys think? The very same. Yeah, Paul Paul did this to me and said, Elephant Man. And I said, that sounds great. So that's what we liked in that. Well, the correct answer is the Elephant Man. Yes. Nice. Good job, guys. All right. Man. That was a great clue. That was good. Thank you for that, David. <laughs> Question five. And if you guys get stuck, David will think of a clue. <laughs> what was the first Disney animated film to be produced by Walt Disney Television Animation instead of Walt Disney Feature Animation? I'll go ahead and use that clue now. <laughs> it, it came out in 1990. Some of the voice talent included Rip Taylor and Christopher Lloyd. The events of the film take place between the third and fourth seasons of the show. Oh. It's a show. It's a TV movie from a show. Got it. And if you think about it and you have the right idea, I think it'll light a lamp, not a light bulb. Mm. What? It'll light a lamp, <laughs> not a light bulb. Coming up with clues on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> How about this? It made a lot of children's wishes come true. What the <laughs> frick? <laughs> but Aladdin was also, had to be later because 92 was Robin Williams' first. Yeah. Shazam? <laughs> Shazam? Was Shazam a TV show? Was it called Shazam? Shazam was the Shaq one. I always remember it because it's Shaq. Kazam is the one that doesn't exist. Oh. With Sinbad, Mandela, Mandela. Uh, I'm I'm stumped, but I think I'm locked in. 
Just go with that and hope he gets it wrong. <laughs> or we'll both get it wrong and then we're tied. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're we're locked in over here too. All right, uh, Hollywood Cast Connection, what do you guys think? Man, <laughs> this is hard. I was trying to think of a Disney movie that potentially would have been a TV show that was like a, maybe a little bit crappier animation. And I guessed The Brave Little Toaster. Hmm. Oh, cute. That was my jam as a kid too. <laughs> I loved that one. And Brian, what, what did you put? Uh, I, I guess Sword in the Stone. The correct answer is DuckTales the movie. Oh, Treasure of the Lost is. Lamp. That's what Kelly texted me, by the way. She got that Ooh. one right. If she had said oh. Jim Cummings, I would have been all over it. <laughs> Launchpad, oh, total hunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the torso on that duck. Dang. <laughs> he's all torso. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's true. And feet. I mean, he's a duck, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so, in round two, Hollywood Cast Connection and TV Trivia each earned an additional 10 points, with both of them at 50 points total. All right. <laughs> so now we have the final question. To determine who will win, is it Hollywood Cast Connections or TV Trivia Pod? The wagers are in. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Time for the question. The patriarch character, Jack, in the popular family drama series, This Is Us, dies from causes linked to a house fire in season two that occurred due to a defective kitchen appliance. What kind of appliance was responsible for this tragedy? So we are looking for the kind of appliance. Can I get a lifeline from my girlfriend's mom? (laughs) (laughs) Every girlfriend's mom loves this show. For sure. <laughs> I refuse to watch it because Milo Ventimiglia looks just like my older brother. <laughs> He's the one that dies. <laughs> I know. That's why I don't watch it. It's heartbreaking for me. But then he continues to be in like every episode afterward. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's what I was telling Paul because he's giving yeah. me suggestions and I'm like, I he was alive in like the 70s on that show. That. Like it's a timeline thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I'm ready to go. This is just going to... I haven't seen it, so uh, this is a, this is my guess. So I think we were just we were just early on our answer, and the answer to this one is actually the Brave Little Toaster. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea, bro. I don't watch it. Instead of Brave, though, it's the Deadly Little Toaster. <laughs> the Bad Little Toaster. It was his electric mustache curler. It was okay. Appliances in the 70s. I feel like Toaster is like what obviously pops into in your the head. nose because it's fire. Yeah. And if it was in the 70s, do they have I mean, microwave ovens? They had fire, microwave right? ovens like sure in the 60s and 70s. They probably weren't grounded. They were probably more defective then than they are now. Watch it be like a blender. Oh, no. That would be terrible. <laughs> no. Just trying to make smoothies. House burns down. <laughs> it's the ice machine on the fridge. <laughs> Let's just name Such all the irony. <laughs> Let's go microwave. Fine with me. Okay. That was your first Specifically guess. Specifically microwave had oven, microwaves because that that's what they called them then. Or there were also toaster ovens. Oh, they ovens. did because of that stupid, I mean, that great, that song. Anyways, microwave oven. What's that song called? Color TVs. Money for nothing and chicks for free. <laughs> it is the worst. <laughs> you know, Sting did the I want my MTV part. Oh, that's really? actually Sting singing that. Yeah. We are all set at Hollywood Cast Connection. All right, toaster. Uh, well, sadly, oh. we're both wrong. 
It was a slow cooker. Mm -hmm. Come on. What? It's true. Slow cooker. There was like a rag tossed on it and it was defective and it all, it like set the whole house on fire and he... He inhaled too much smoke and then died oh, later. It. Oh. It's I was going to say, if he died in that fire, just it being a slow cooker has some really gnarly implications. Right. <laughs> like, slow. But also, yeah. I read, I mean, it, this is bizarre, that, but it's kind of like related to when gun sales like go through the roof after uh, like a mass shooting. Slow cooker sales went through the roof after this episode. Um, aired, and I'm like, wow. Americans are so weird. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Crockpot went on like a media offensive that were like, it was well, like, we no, 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 no. Our, yeah. our slow cookers are still so <laughs> good. Blame us. <laughs> yeah, and then people bought them up. Oh, yeah, always the tool, never the man. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, so we have with our wagers from rounds one and two wagering. 15 points TV trivia pod ends up with 35 and wagering 35 points Hollywood cast connection ends up with 15 Hmm. good job well fought your winner for the first bracket here is TV trivia pod well done Brian just because I bet the smaller amount <laughs> hey, it's strategy. You had man. less faith in yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, I was going off what Sam said. Like he said, look how well we did the first round. That was almost entirely guesses for my part. I was like, I better not wager a lot because I didn't Smart, know what was going yeah. on. And now for the second half of Lord of the Answerings, where Quiz Quiz Bang Bang will take on their nemesis. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, it's a complicated relationship. Is friend nemesis a word? Friend nemesis. It is now. Heard it here first. (laughs) Trivia time podcast. And now we will hand over the hosting duties to Brian from TV Trivia Pod. And Hollywood Cast Connection will be scorekeeper. Thank you for coming to round three for some music trivia here. I have two types of questions for you guys. For our first two questions, I'm going to play a uh, modern song. You are going to tell me the original song that used it as a sample. For example, if I were to play Ice Ice Baby, you would tell me uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Under pressure. Uh, no, no, no. I'm so- Under pressure. Thank you. Under pressure. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that was a Ten test. Points. <laughs> Ten points. <laughs> oh, man. Good, good, good call there. I will take either name of the song or the artist. Uh, I will accept both. All right. So, uh, again, here's the modern version. Tell me the sampled song. Way to Locked in. <laughs> so we're thinking that it's Stand By Me because it's... That's good bass on, with, for yeah. David. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'm sending you a separate Stand email. I'm starting a barbershop quartet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna do "Stand by Me" by. It doesn't matter. You didn't ask for the. You said one or the other. So we don't say anything else. <laughs> we also are going with "Stand by Me" by Ben E. King. "Stand by Me" by Ben E. King is the correct answer. Yes. 
Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One more question like that. Another modern song. Tell me the song it came from. Ricky, do you know it? (laughs) Okay. I think we're locked in. So you can sing out loud now, Kelly. Oh, I don't think. No, this is actually one of my (laughs) podcasting rules. (laughs) But I make her break it. Yeah, I, uh, I've i done it a lot, and it's an accident. <laughs> oh. Boom. What? Boom. You got it? I think so. This oh, is, boom. whenever mm-hmm. we do music trivia together, I'm like, did you figure it out yet? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and then it'll bubble. We can talk now. They locked in. Did, I texted you what I think it might be. Oh, take on me. I think take on me is a good guess. Mr. Worldwide, baby. Does that help? <laughs> I hate Pitbull. No, the man behind the slacks. Real fun. <laughs> Pitbull taught me how to count in Spanish. I don't have a better guess than Take On Me. I because hear Take it's On like Me. a um, club version of it, maybe. Yeah. I mean, they could. We could be wrong. We could be wrong, obviously. Yeah. That's always uh, an option. Do you have a better guess? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then our guess is aha, take on me. Annie and David? Our guess is aha, take on me. Take on Ooh. me is the correct answer. Oh. Aha. Is that a direct sample, though? Is that a direct sample? It feels so much more energetic in that song. It's like slowed down and synthesized for sure. Yeah. I think the original song, I think that part is a tad faster, actually. Uh, the original is but it is more like keyboardy like 80s keyboardy possibly guitar-y and I think they did cut time (laughs) so where the other one was one three one three that one's one one two two one so it's uh, it's broken down a little bit all right nice that's a good one I sweat a little bit there (laughs) it's the one that you you know you know but uh, yeah I always struggle with that one Mm -hmm. and when you know you know it you say aha Uh (laughs) aha <laughs> For my next three questions here, uh, I am going to speak the lyrics to you, and you will tell me again the song or artist. Uh, question number three: Strangers waiting up and down the boulevard. I think we could lock Ricky. We're good. We're locked. Up and down the boulevard, there's a stranger. Get it, Annie. Uh, we said Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Trivia time? We did as well. We also are guessing Don't Stop Believing by Journey. That is correct. Woo! Don't Stop Believing by Journey is correct. All right. Moving on to question number four. People always told me, be careful what you do. Locked in. So I don't know, David. I think it Gosh. could either be Papa Don't Preach because he's telling her not to do things, but she's already pregnant, so too late. And, right. Italians or, do it better. <laughs> or it could be girls just want to have fun. Or it could be something entirely different. I, I, gosh, this thing this thing is rattling around in my brain and I can't catch it. It's like a, a little snitch. <laughs> People always told me, be careful what you do. Don't go, go around, around breaking, breaking young, young girls' hearts. hearts. What song is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's told me. 
Uh, oh, so it's, it's Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. Um, Dang it. Really? G. Dang it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You all are good. Uh, (laughs) It sounds like you're locked in. Yes, we're going to go with Michael Jackson, uh, Billie Jean. Ricky and Kelly. That's our answer as well. That was what we quickly came to as well. That is correct. (laughs) Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. (laughs) Good job, guys. Catch that snitch. Hashtag catch that snitch. (laughs) (laughs) Our last question then, question number five. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. Gotta make you understand. (laughs) Locked in. People always told me. Wait. No, that's the wrong. What are you? No, I just wanted. Did did you? I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. I just want to tell you how I'm feeling. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta make you understand. (laughs) Never gonna be Rick Astley. (laughs) It sounds like both teams are locked in. Nice job. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) What? No, we're still thinking. We're still thinking. You tried to rickroll us with question number five, and nobody's having it here. All right. Well, it sounds like uh, both teams got it right. Never going to give you up. Yes, it is. Never going to give you up by Rick Astley. (laughs) Hey, what are you guys doing after this? Karaoke? (laughs) Um, Karaoke? 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 Nice. All right. And that's, uh, that's everything I have for the music round. And at the end of round three, both teams picked up 50 points. Are we calling it round three? That's a clean sweep. Or act two, scene one. We're calling it... Half two, round one. The two towers before the interlude. Yes. Hmm? Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Quiz our doom. (laughs) Nice. You shall not pass. Um... Excellent. And we over here at the Hollywood Cast Connection have some general trivia prepared for you guys for round four. Boo hiss. More music. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Right? Dude. We might agree. That was a a great round. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. Question number one. Between 1993 and 2003, 37 best-selling books were published with titles that started with the same four words. Surprisingly, none of these were cookbooks. What are these four words? Oh, okay. Locked in. Locked in. Yeah. Mysteriously so. (laughs) (laughs) If we're right. (laughs) (laughs) So, because they're not cookbooks. Mm, That's a hint. And this was going on at the time. I'm, I'm thinking it's chicken soup for the... For the blank, yeah, for the child soul, for yeah, the grandma for, for soul, the old, old for the broken hearted, yeah. for, for the single soul, soul. For artificial intelligence. Yeah, that was a real, a real controversial one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, do you like that, or should we? Well, the only other thought, I, no, but with the hint, that makes sense because the only thing that came into my head was block, blankety blank for dummies, but that ends a uh, that mm-hmm. ends up. A- thing so i think i like yours because it starts it and i think it was a hint with the cookbooks yeah and and the joy of cooking is four words but i'm pretty sure that was a one book and it was all about cooking <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't misleading it wasn't secretly about tennis or something <laughs> 
Yeah, so let's um, go with, it with was, yours. It was about bookkeeping in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're going to go with chicken soup for the, 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 the chicken soup for the soul books. Quiz, quiz, locking in. What did you guys come up with over on your side? Trivia. Sorry, that's also what I texted Kelly. I don't, do you want me to write it down or, nope. or just, yeah, just tell me? That's I promise you. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also, <laughs> I texted her chicken soup for the soul and that's why we were like, just four letters. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Same, I forgot that they just filled same in here. Some every, <laughs> there's over possible. 250 of them. There's a ton. Now. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty wild. But that is the correct answer. Chicken soup for the are the four words. Ow! Question number two. And this one, you may want to write down some of the words because it's kind of a longer question. Don't worry about writing down all the words, but some of the words. Which ones? <laughs> You'll see. Other. I'll just write down the answer. <laughs> what is it? While we can't be sure why, what is the name of the hockey legend who played 26 seasons in the NHL and six seasons not in the NHL when the World Hockey Association was most successful in the city where the team currently plays at Little Caesars Arena. So you're looking for the person? Correct. In. Yeah, I stopped writing when you got to hockey because sports <laughs> are not, no other words are going to help me. I will okay. say I gave this question to Paul and he is not a sports guy and he was able to get it right by some of the words. So I don't think it's Wayne Gretzky. So here we are now. <laughs> so I tech. Wait, is Brett Favre football or hockey? Dude, stop! <laughs> I did. I texted you. You too. did text me, Brett Favre. <laughs> uh, so it's not Brett Favre. Uh, it's n- can't forget the Mighty Ducks. Yes, mm. it's not Wayne Gretzky. The only other one I know is like uh, I mean Tony Montana. <laughs> nope, also wrong sport. <laughs> Also, the mob. (laughs) Gordy Howe? He played a long time. Okay. I don't know how to use any of the other clues that started with the five W's. Those will not help me. (laughs) I don't know that much about hockey. I can only use naming hockey players that I know. I'm still going with Brett Favre. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry. I'm I'm not a sports kid. I'm going to say Gordy Howe, but I am I do not feel confident about that. And Howe uh, isn't one of the five W's, so I don't oh, either. Oh, would that be a hint? <gasps> oh, let's lock in with that. That's uh, I didn't <laughs> couldn't even figure out that that would have been a hint. Okay, let's go with Gordy Howe. They're locking in with Gordy Howe and Quiz Quiz Bang Bang. What did you guys come up with? When you started going through the who, what, when, where, and you didn't say how. That's the only hockey player I can think of that goes with that name, Gordy Howe. So that I didn't <laughs> I did help. You did help. You guys did a hockey. Gordy Howe is the correct answer. <laughs> Good question. One single hockey. Yeah. I think that's what is the unit, right? That's why I said write down some of the words, but not all of them. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was writing things down like Little Caesars. <laughs> is, is there like a bread uh, hot and fresh? <laughs> hockey player Papa John? Or, uh... That's exactly it. It's Papa John. <laughs> or hot and ready, I guess. Yeah, hot yeah. and ready. Fresh probably isn't the uh, right Yeah, thing. depending on how you define fresh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, both teams uh, picked up 10 on that one. Good job, Kelly. Moving on to n- number three. 
Who was vice president of the United States in 1964, just six years after knowing the trouble that Louis Armstrong had seen? Kelly, do you want to lock in with that? Because I don't have a better one. Uh, I just like don't feel good about that. But I feel I, good with that president, and I think that you're right that that was the VP. All right, lock in. Trivia time has locked in. Quiz, quiz, what are you guys thinking over there? Boy, so we're thinking this is the the vice president to LBJ. The clue is throwing us because... I don't... Yeah, I don't know that connection. Nobody knows the troubles Louis Armstrong has seen but Jesus, so... It is America. It could have been Jesus as the vice president. <laughs> Jesus, um, take the wheel. Jesus, take the wheel. And the vice presidency. Let's if see. There was like a Jesus Garcia or something like that, like a. Oh, like like the vice president's name was. I I doubt it though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like all vice presidents have been white men until now. Fact. Wait. Okay. So, after LBJ, was it Nixon? I think it was. Okay. And then, let's see. And then, well, he had Spiro Agnew. That's like the only one I can remember for vice presidents ever. Because <laughs> it's a great name. It's because such it's a good name. name. <laughs> I know. That was my first thought. <laughs> <laughs> but who was for LBJ? And why would he have seen something that Louis Armstrong had to go through in 1958? <laughs> I th- everybody I'm thinking of is Republican. I think. And LBJ like, was And I think Democrat. LBJ was Democrat because he was he was Kennedy's vice president. Kennedy oh, yeah. was Democrat. And yeah, then, and then he took over. And then I'm thinking of like Barry Goldwater, who I think was Republican. I'm thinking of Ford, who was Republican. I think he came, he came after Nixon, though. Jimmy Carter was Democrat, but he yeah. came too late. He came after Ford, so I, I doubt he would have been. He could have well, been he, vice president because he could have been, sure. been vice president and then. Held tight by Ford, did his thing, and then become president. Uh, we can we can try that if you if you want. I'd, maybe I really Jimmy don't have any could other. be a nickname for Jesus. For Jesus, <laughs> Jay Z. Um, <laughs> we did Jimmy, learn that he was Jimmy the first. Jimmy uh, Carter, first Jay Jay C. C. Jay C. Jimmy, Jesus Christ, Jimmy Jesus Carter. Christ. All right, we're <laughs> just going to say Jimmy Carter, and we've reasoned our way into this. <laughs> Uh, quiz quiz is saying Jimmy Carter trivia time. What did you guys come up with? Well, we, um, you know, we pretty quickly decided that it was Johnson who was in the office in 1964. Um, and then, so it was just trying to remember who was his vice president. Will you accept just the last name? Sure. Cause I couldn't, remember if it was hubert or howard humphrey it's for sure hubert humphrey oh, sorry. because he's a minnesotan like myself oh sorry <laughs> hometown hero uh so we are going with hubert humphrey and trivia time locking in with hubert humphrey well both teams got it wrong but the correct oh, answer it. was said and the reason i specifically asked who the vice president was in 1964 is because it was nobody during the period oh, between the assassination question. of JFK and uh, which is November sixty three and the inauguration of Hubert Humphrey Ooh. on January twentieth, nineteen sixty five, there was no Ooh. vice president. Oh wow! Oh dang! So nobody Ooh. knows the trouble Louis Armstrong has seen. Ooh. Ooh. You said it, David. <laughs> you and little I sneak. It did, it did wow. get into my head. That's your Good one, one. Uh, douchey trick question of the evening. There. <laughs> 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 Sneaky. 
but the rest of them are real questions. No more, no more tricks there. <laughs> no, that's a great question. Yeah, that's good to know. I found that fact very interesting that there was no vice president for the entire calendar year of 1964. So and nobody yeah. noticed. And nobody noticed. <laughs> and nobody discontinued the position after that. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. Keeping it general. As a response to a hepatitis outbreak, what now common activity was made illegal in New York City from 1961 to 1997? I don't know this one, but I, I'm guessing. Uh, I like your guess. We can lock in with that. Okay. We're locking in. Trivia time. Locking in. You just said hepatitis. You didn't give us a... a- a more breakdown of that, did you? Correct. You said C, right? Oh, C? No, I didn't. Oh. I just said oh. hepatitis. Yeah, okay. there was no no beyond that. Yeah, then let's lock in. Knitting. Um, <laughs> is that cold sores? Would it be kissing? I mean, kissing seems like the obvious answer. No, that's herpes. That's, that's not herpes. hepatitis. Um, you know, typhoid comes from fecal matter. Uh, so it'd be like washing hands. Thanks but. for that extra fact. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. The, what, what do you think about like handshaking? Mm. You passing, passing disease. Uh, yeah, that'd that. be very like apropos. High fives, butt butt slaps. <laughs> <laughs> butt slaps. Yeah, the only things I thought about were like hot dog vendors because didn't like Giuliani get rid of those but I mean I know that's not the right time frame but you know like street food because it's very common now with food trucks and um, stuff hmm. I don't know if it's food related kissing what about like vaccines they like, banned vaccines they, they banned <laughs> vaccines <laughs> I'm just trying to think of because the way the ways you get hepatitis I'm trying to think oh of, like needles like they banned right. heroin even though it was already well, illegal no Jerks. You don't get a, you don't get a heroin vaccine. I do. <laughs> what, what's wrong with my doctor? <laughs> sounds pretty cool. Because um, I'm thinking like, you know, some kind of touching, shaking hands. I'm fine with shaking hands. Shaking hands. And the, I, I don't know. It seems, seems dumb, but maybe they just didn't enforce it. <laughs> I don't know how you could. Yeah. Freeze. You want to you want to do handshaking? You want to go kissing the comedy? That, do you guys need us in... to leave? <laughs> <laughs> here, here, let's try it. And see if we get hepatitis. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is that how that works? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure. For what it's worth, we're not really confident with our answer either. <laughs> no, we just locked in because, like, why not? We'll say handshaking. Quiz, quiz, locking in with handshaking trivia time. What'd you guys come up with? I said tattooing. Oh. Because it seems like some an activity that's more common now than it used to be, involved. and there's needles uh, involved. I want Ricky on my team. Quiz Quiz did say needles. No. The correct answer is tattooing. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. oh. Nice. The well, uh, nice. nearly 40-year ban there, uh, no, nearly 30-year ban, made it unlawful for any person to tattoo mm. a human being. Um, wow. wow. I didn't know well about that, done. though, yeah. but it made sense. Well, and there is some controversy about that, too, because members of the public say seem to recall alternate motivations. Um, it was right before the 1964 World's Fair, so there was a thought that maybe they were trying to clean up the city 
the mayor right. was trying to do some kind of get these tattooed freaks out of here. So yeah, and I think it also did perpetuate bad stigma, you know, towards tattoos, like that it was like sure. something that was done in prisons or something sure. that was illegal or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. sailors in port. But it, it, you know, it got to, got to the point where like if you even get a legit tattoo in a tattoo parlor, uh, you still couldn't give blood and stuff. It's totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Makes sense. All right. Well, we've got a little bit of separation there. We are down to question number five, the last question of part two, round two, I guess is how you're going to say that. So, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. here we go. While we don't know if philosopher Rene Descartes dotted the T's in his love letters, he is said to have been a fan of women with strabismus. What is strabismus commonly known as? Kelly, I got you. Thank you. I think Kurt Cobain was also a fan of this. Yeah, we're lucking. I I can't get anything out of my head except crossed eyes. Oh, because... Dotted your T's, crossed your eyes. (laughs) Oh, crossed your eyes. Hey? Huh? Or am I am I overthinking that like like very dumbly? Um, No, I like that because. Yeah, that's a fun clue. I mean, with Descartes, all all you have is I think, therefore I am. Yeah, I think. I think. I am. Yeah, so he obviously had a weird <laughs> obsession. So I think he's going cross eyes. Ergo. You like that? Yeah. Ergo. Ergo. The logic is flawed. You want to do yeah, this? Yeah, let's do All it. Right, we're going to go with crossed eyes. Quiz, quiz, locking in with crossed eyes. Trivia time. What'd you come up with? Well, it's funny because at first I thought lazy eye. That's why I was like, Kurt Cobain was a fan too because he uh, he had some early reference to liking girls with lazy eyes. But then I realized the um, Descartes uh, reference or the crossed T's. And so then we both locked in on um, crossed eyes as well. Crossed eyes is the correct answer. Both, both teams picking up points there. <laughs> <laughs> Dotted the T's was very deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lazy eye is called exotropia. So that's where one of them goes off to the side. Mm. What's mm-hmm. most interesting to me is hypertropia, where they're vertically misaligned, which I have never Whoa. seen, but I'm curious mm. to experience. Mm. At the end of round two, part two, trivia time has 40 points. Quiz, quiz, bang, bang has 30. So added to their round three scores, that puts them... Trivia time at 90, quiz quiz at 80. I have your betting numbers. For your final question, it's the one of the most general things I could think of, so <laughs> hope you like mythology. Um, oh, dear. Oh, Uh-oh. great. David's like an expert on <laughs> Greek things. No pressure, David. Okay, <laughs> here yeah. we go. In Greek mythology, hypnos, or sleep, was the son of Nyx, who is the knight, and Erebus, darkness, and was neighbor to his twin brother, Thanatos. What does Thanatos mean? I believe we are locked in. Quiz, quiz, bang, bangers have locked in. I think uh, my quiz master, the goth, knows this one. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's like, death or like corpse or death or i think it's death trivia time you guys are locking in with death so we'll lock in with death makes sense with like sleeping and whatnot too yeah we're gonna lock in with death quiz quiz what did you come up with so this one i think it's a confusing one when you start looking and reading about mythology and stuff because you know 
you've got Hades, who's the Lord of the dead, but he's the Lord of the underworld of the dead. The God of death is Thanatos. So we locked in with death. Death is the correct answer. Specifically, what I read was the yes. Greek god of nonviolent death. So oh, just, sweet. just like, <laughs> like old age like and things dying like that. In your sleep. So, right, yeah. exactly. The touch of Thanatos was said to be gentle compared to his brother, who is the oh. touch of sleep. So another tender goth. Both teams got it right. Both teams got it correct. Which puts Quiz Quiz Bang Bang in the lead with 159 points and trivia time with 120. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Kelly. (laughs) Should have gone behind your back. Good round. So it's 159 to 35 going into the final. Is that right? (laughs) All all points erased. Oh, okay. We start start back over at zero. Blank slate. Yeah, we're back. We'll start over. So, in our grand finale showdown, we have Quiz Quiz Bang Bang versus TV Trivia. Woo! Let the dogs out. And Trivia Time Podcast and Hollywood Cast Connections will each pose some questions for our two finalists. Question number one. Featuring an actor as an animated ape man, the fictional TV show Johnny's Bananas appeared on what actual HBO comedy drama series? So a little bit of an inception question. Fictional TV show in an actual show. And we are looking for the actual show. I I think I'm locked in. All right, David, I don't... No. Um, I think these are HBO shows. I'm not sure. I think Six Feet Under might be a dramedy. I think Weeds. I'm not sure if that's on Showtime. I think that was a Showtime. Okay, so I'll cross that out. Sex in the City. I don't know if that's called just a comedy or if it's a... A dramedy. Dramedy. Kirby Enthusiasm, but I don't think that would be dramedy. Yeah, I think that's straight comedy. Orange is the New Black. That's Netflix. It's not John Adams. That would be weird. <laughs> uh, the hilarious John Adams. <laughs> um, Remember when Abigail Adams turned on the TV and watched the <laughs> Johnny's Bananas? <laughs> Amazing. Let's see. I'm I'm trying to think of all the shit. It's not. I, I can only think of period uh, pieces like Rome <laughs> and Deadwood. Deadwood. And yeah. The shows we've watched. Um, <laughs> apparently, we've watched. we don't like comedy. What would you leave? I, I, Six Feet Under is pretty good because I, I don't I, know anything about that. Yeah. Except that, you know, they're all funeral directors or something. I'm okay. I'm okay with. I don't think it's right. Sex in the City's not bad either. Well, but I don't know if that's called a drama comedy. Like, I think it's called a comedy, even though it's like, oh no, we broke up again. I don't know. I haven't watched it. I don't know why I'm making references. (laughs) (laughs) Out of yeah, out of those that we've named, Six Feet Under is pretty good. Yeah, Um, because I think it's like a dark kind of comedy, dramedy, drama. There's definitely drama. Yeah, and I think there's some comedy. I think so. Wouldn't be the Sopranos, wouldn't be the Wire. No, those um, are just dramas. So, should we just go with Six Feet Under? Wouldn't be Oz. Yeah, let's go with Six Feet Under. Yeah, Oz is, I think, too serious. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll, we'll lock in with Six Feet Under. All right. Quiz, quiz, bang, bang with Six Feet Under. And uh, I said eastbound and down. Uh, you're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the answer is Entourage. 
Oh. Atarash. I'm okay not watching that. Yeah, I'm okay not watching that. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain questions when I get the answer wrong, and then I hear the answer. I'm like, I'm okay that that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. File under no regrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no regrets. This is question two. After spending most of his life as a county farm bureau extension agent, at age 44, this man and his business partner purchased the George Chester and Son seed corn plant in Indiana and experimented with tens of thousands of hybrid strains of the product that would make his name and his bow tie famous. All right. I think we are uh, locked in. Samesies. All right. Brian, what'd you come up with? Uh, I decided to go with Orville Redenbacher. Okay, and Quiz Quiz? Yep, the grandpappy of popcorn. We went with Orville Redenbacher. You are both correct. It is Orville Redenbacher. The New York Times described him as the agricultural visionary who all but single-handedly revolutionized the American popcorn industry. Wow. Very cool. Good one. All right, question number three. What are the two rhyming names of neighbor character Ned Flanders' sons on the animated series The Simpsons? Yeah. You sure? Am I sure? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Locked in. That's one of them. (laughs) I think it's got to be that. It has to be that. None of the other letters make sense. We're going to go with Rod and Todd. I'm going to go with Jim and Tim. (laughs) <laughs> Jin, <laughs> love that name. Yeah, I kind of want you to be right, uh, but <laughs> Quiz Quiz Bang Bang is correct with Todd nice. and Rod. <laughs> awesome. There's no Zod. There's no Jod. Yeah. No Lod. Mod. There was a Zod, but he was on a different planet fighting Superman. So. What's <laughs> general? A general question. Oh, there you go. Rolling right into the next. A general question. <laughs> Question number four. Del Close, who founded Chicago's Improv Olympic Theater, bequeathed what unconventional item to the Goodman Theater to be used in certain Shakespeare productions and requested credit any time that item was used? We're locked in. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. We're locked Sorry, in. Brian. <laughs> All good. You know what? Uh, um, for Shakespeare productions, uh, I'm going to say a sword. TV trivia, locking in with a sword. Quiz, quiz, what do you guys think or know it is? <laughs> <laughs> it's his skull. And I think I might be wrong that it like sits on Robert Fall's desk. Yeah, it's his, it's yeah, his skull. That's a, that's a story that goes around the old training center at IO when it was still alive. I was worried it may be a little too close to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> skull is the correct answer, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> IO is no longer a theater. It closed down. That's what I heard. Yeah. 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 Bummer. But the skull's still around somewhere at the Goodman. Um, and it was to be used in Hamlet. And so he would be credited as Yorick <laughs> whenever yeah. they did Hamlet. So. Uh, so skull is the correct answer there. All right. Ready for the comeback. All right. Question number five. How many seasons aired for the award-winning crime drama series Breaking Bad before the show's finale in 2013? All right, good to go. We're we're, we're going to say we're we're decide we're trying to decide between six and seven. I think we can go seven. Popped in your head, and yeah, I said six or seven, so we can say seven. All right, we're going to go with seven. All right, quiz, quiz, bang, bang with seven. How about TV trivia? I'm going to go with six. Oh. 
I know it. Can I say it? Can, yeah. <laughs> Bonus points. Bonus <laughs> Losers points bracket. that don't matter. Um, yeah. I think before the finale, there were technically four and a half because they did oh. almost like the entire fifth season and then the finale. But there was only five seasons of the show. So five would be my answer. Mm. Yes. Continuing with the theme, both of our teams are wrong but our loser is right (laughs) and the answer is five losers rule (laughs) i mean it makes sense because the show stayed good so right Right. in 1995 a man named jamie brinkus made 20 million dollars in 18 months by selling what timely workout videos we're still curious to know if harlan williams version would have been just as good Quote, unquote, just as good. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go with my answer. All right, TV trivia locking in. Quiz, quiz, you guys can talk amongst yourselves, out loud amongst all of us. I don't know why I said amongst yourselves. (laughs) Tell us what you're thinking. whisper. (laughs) Well, him saying timely workout video made me wonder if it was those 15-minute ads. I can't remember the time frame of those eight minute apps eight sounds right yeah, they Remember, all, they like, all sound good annie yeah. one for, one minute <laughs> for each 30. ab one minute for each app because it's like eight minute buns eight minute abs eight, eight minutes minute? i want to say it was a small number so yeah, eight minute i started with 30 good. minutes guys when i wrote it down i wrote 30 minutes and then i was like no 15 and i was like no and then i'm like eight better because i think it was just like a oh you can just do it real fast well it's not typo that was billy blank's Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not X. Yeah, it's not P ninety X because that was what's that was what's his name. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Who cares? It's not Jane Ger- Fonda because it's a Buns of Steel. No. Mm-hmm. I like eight minute abs though. Let's do that. Is or is it maybe just the eight minute series because it's I uh, I don't know the reference of just as good and I don't know who. Yeah, I have no idea. Henry Williams. Harlan Williams. Harlan Williams is Harlan. Maybe he wrote Eight Minute Mile. Was that a is that the name of the Eminem movie? <laughs> Eight Minute Mile. <laughs> Eight Miles. <laughs> the the running movie by Eminem. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm nailing it. <laughs> He's in good shape. Yeah. Eight Minute Mile is pretty good. I only know Harlan Sanders. Yeah. Well, since we don't know the reference, should we just lock in with Eight Minute? Eight Eight Minute. The Abs, eight, the eight Minute. The Eight Minute videos, series. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're going with eight minute blank enter muscle group there. Yeah, the eight the eight minute series. All right, quiz quiz locking in with eight minutes. And Brian, what'd you say? I said fifteen minute muscles. <laughs> <laughs> so Harlan Williams in Something About Mary says if you walk into a video store and you see eight minute abs next to seven minute abs, which one are you gonna pick? The correct answer <laughs> is eight minute abs. That's you. That's you, buddy. (laughs) Well done. Wow. (laughs) All right. It's time for our final, final round question. The score is currently quiz, quiz, bang, bang, with 40 in the final to TV trivia with 10. I'm okay with saying mine out loud. I'm I'm just, I'll I'll bet nine. (laughs) 20. So, so... We'll win either way. Yeah. yeah so for this <laughs> inconsequential question, we'll make it interesting. We're going all in. Well, then I'm going all Yikes. in. Yikes! <laughs> no, oh. it's the return of the king. Everybody's going to go. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, then this question is now for the game. 
it, it became very consequential after being totally inconsequential. <laughs> so, it's a real twisteroo. <laughs> For the ring, the final question. <laughs> Glow, the comedy drama sports series, debuted in 2017 and stars Allison Brie as struggling actress turned wrestler Zoya the Destroyer. Based on an actual female wrestling league that threw down in the 1980s, what does Glow stand for? We're all set. Wrestling terms, wrestling terms, clothesliner. <laughs> Oh man! All right, this is the this is the best one coming up with right now. Ready? All right, it is time to reveal the answers, which we hope one of you got it right. Uh, TV trivia. What did you all say? I said, uh, "Glamorous ladies on wrestlers." That okay. sounds hot. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> they had, they I had watched crazy, that show. They had crazy outfits. I, I I needed to throw glamorous ladies in there. Always a good idea. All right, quiz quiz bang bang. We watch this show. It's great. We we really we really love it. And I I'm this it's one of those things where I'm kind of second guessing it. <laughs> well every I'll, time I'll you let you know what I wrote because but... I wrote G Ladies of Wrestling and then because so, <laughs> I couldn't remember the G. I was trying to think of what the the guy who does the ring announcing for them uh, how he says, I think he's like, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I was close. Man. You were so close. You were right there. Yes. The answer is gorgeous ladies of wrestling. In a, and I, I like David's voice better than mine. So let's just plug that <laughs> in. <laughs> and, uh, also, um, redo those scores here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys are a fan of that show though there's a documentary on the actual league that the show was based on mm-hmm. and it does stand for gorgeous ladies of wrestling which you know some of those words i don't think quite apply <laughs> but it's a fantastic documentary it has a lot of heart to it and is really just a fun a fun watch and it would make you appreciate the fictional show even more so Awesome. We'll have to check it out. Yeah, for sure. I guess that does it. Uh, With final <laughs> scores of 0 to 80, I believe. <laughs> 0 to 80. The Lord of the Answer Rings for this uh, this round of competition is us. Congratulations. So you're keeping your ring, huh? We're keeping it. We could- Maybe maybe that's why we won because our Legos are just meant to be. You're too with attached. Us. <laughs> we'll have to make a, a little trophy that gets passed around for whoever wins. Yeah. <laughs> it will be a really small trophy if the really ring's on tiny, the top of it. Yeah. <laughs> Less <Hot> postage. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Thank you guys for, for doing this. This was a ton of fun and uh, really great questions from all of you guys. Let's go around and. Uh, go over, you know, who, who, where you can find uh, your guys' show and anything else you, you want to add in there. Let's start with uh, TV trivia time. <laughs> I like how Which ours one? keep on getting uh, inner, inner, it, it I know. together there. It just became one. We're <laughs> <laughs> so right now a Jesus hybrid. Christ, I did it too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I did, start, too. I did it too. I did it too. Let's start with trivia time. <laughs> trivia time podcast who has a really good logo. Talk about your logo and what it looks like when you find the show and, and go over everything. That's right. <laughs> God, that's so, I looked it up. That's crazy. Because they even did take the light bulb. Oh, did oh. they? There's a little but shrunken the light bulb in yeah. there. 
logo. Anyway, Trivia Time podcast can be found wherever you listen to your podcast. We are a weekly show, a weekly quiz show with five rounds of varying themes. We try to shake it up. We always have a music round, a connection round, a pop culture round, a classic subject round, and a general knowledge round. Um, And so you can hear some good questions and some kind of ding-dong commentary to go with it. Yeah, there's always an (laughs) unhealthy amount of like nonsense banter during the answer rounds for those that that appeals to. We love it. It's great. Yeah, you really get to know us. So (laughs) if you're in for that ride, and how we feel. (laughs) We have lots of feelings. um, And so thoughts and things. But we also have some really creative, awesome um, rounds and questions. So it's, it's always good fun every Tuesday. And merch. And we do have a little bit of merch as well. Uh, our website is triviatimepodcast.com. Uh, you can email us at triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. And all our social handles are the obvious ones. <laughs> uh, how about uh, Brian at TV Trivia Pod? So, yes, again, uh, thanks for having me, guys. This was a ton of fun. Uh, I am the host of a TV Trivia Pod where I just do trivia on one thing and one thing only, and that's uh, TV and, uh, and movies. So, uh, again, if you like answering questions like, what's the name of the girl that Morty has a crush on? Or maybe, what's the name of Michael Scott's screenplay, self-made screenplay? Then uh, then come check me out. I've covered uh, The Office, some of The Office, Rick and Morty and the boys right now. Looking forward to covering many more. Uh, Again, you can find TV Trivia Pod anywhere that you can find podcasts. And follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at TV Trivia Pod. Great. And how about the car boys? Tell us where we can find Hollywood Cast Connections. Yeah, first of all, formal congratulations to the lords over there, David and Annie. <laughs> Huzzah. Thank you. Thanks, uh, thanks so much for including us. It was nice to meet most of the rest of you. And I say most of Likewise. because I've met some of you before, not because it wasn't nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We are Hollywood Cast Connection, and unless there are some we haven't heard of, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found. Every week on on Monday morning, we have a game where we connect actors to actors through actors that aren't Kevin Bacon. So if you're into stuff like that, uh, hop over there and check us out. And our uh, website is also HollywoodCastConnection.com, and that'll kind of take you through all of our social platforms and our Patreon as well. Thanks again, guys. Excellent. And all of these guys have been on Quiz Quiz Bang Bang uh, before, and uh, we're, we're happy to have them back and, and see them again, and this was a, a great time. Uh, Annie came up with this, so really thanks Thanks, Annie. Thanks, thanks Annie. Annie. This was really fun. Th- thank you for having us. I demand a rematch. We'll have to make this quarterly. <laughs> I'm already upset. <laughs> we did say losers really harshly. Right. So. Really, really went hard in that loser thing. You're both wrong. I'm feeling it. It stings. <laughs> Where could we find uh, more of our stuff, including the shows that these guys have been on? Well, you, you can find us for any anywhere you listen to your podcast, and then just maybe Google their names as well, I guess. And, <laughs> <laughs> or when you go to our website, if you go to quizbangpod.com, you can search for for their podcast, and then that episode should pop up. And we are at Quizbang Podcast for Facebook, uh, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang for Instagram, and Quizbang Pod for Twitter. That's right. 
So once again, thanks everybody. Thanks to uh, Trivia Time, to TV Trivia Pod, and to Hollywood Cast Connection for coming on and playing Lord of the Answering. <laughs> <laughs> What does Thanatos mean? Keeper of the uh, five infinity stones, right? Correct. That's exactly <laughs> it. It's like if you merge Thanos with Xanatos from Gargoyles, Thanatos. <laughs> yeah, judging but pretending not to be. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> I don't need that little ring. I just need affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know, I've written affirmation inside the ring. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Only shows up in fires, though. Um, Over. I wanted to call Sounds it good. a detective kitchen appliance, and that does not make sense. Google gadget. <laughs> Lord of the answering. <laughs>